Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. Today we're going to share an experience that uh, is incredibly profound and yet uh, given with very little detail. We'll, put, we'll give it on the detail scale of maybe two. And yet, uh, remember, one one being not much of any detail, and, and then uh, uh, five being, you know, ridiculously detailed to the point of almost losing the subject. And uh, this is probably on a level two, and yet, by little detail, I don't mean that it's, it's a small or non-profound experience. It's actually one of the more profound I've ever heard. And so, you know, keep that in mind. Little detail, incredibly profound. And it comes to the point where it's like even that uh, cosmic muffin type language becomes, you know, they're, they're just not words for it. It's just not words. <laughs> and this is one of those experiences that I think um, the experiencer is faced with. So this is the experience. And this is shared on Enderf. Org, the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation website. At 4.15 p.m. on December 22, 1986, I felt as though I was dying, really dying. I lay down and soon was flooded by the most intensely bright white light, filled with the most awesome power and love in the universe. In the light, I heard the thunderous fluttering winds and the most beautiful sounds of angels' voices, singing louder than the thunderous winds. My body was becoming paralyzed with the power of the light. The love was overwhelming to me. I was terrified of losing control over my bodily functions. Desire to be control, desire itself, movement, thought, everything human, was dying in this light. When it swallowed me whole, an explosion of ecstasy and love started from my belly and expanded into the light itself. Soon I became the light and became innocence, love, ecstasy, peace, power, and beauty, and wisdom of the light. Like a mother carrying a child in her arms, the light carried me upwards at tremendous speed. The light itself spoke to me and I knew it was God the power that created the whole universe. The light told me this first clear light, let's see, the light told me this first clear light heaven I was in, oh, it told me this first clear light heaven that I was in, which was a million times brighter than any love I've ever felt on earth, was filled with countless paradise planets. I looked down at my body, and it was made of white light, but still had a luminous human form. I spent some time there, but was taken higher, where the joy and glory of God was crushing me to the point that I could not bear the ecstasy any longer. Thus I exploded into a new light and glory of innocence, love, ecstasy, peace, power, and wisdom one million times brighter than the first heaven was. My new body was brighter and clearer and could somehow withstand this, this exponential increase in glory. I was told this second heaven was filled with countless paradise planets. It, in each ascending heaven, the glory of these qualities in light, in the light, multiplied another million times. 
It is inconceivable how bright and beautiful life is in these heavens to any mind alone, separate from this light. I was taken to the point where the ecstasy and love were so overwhelming, I could barely stand the levels of cosmic energy and ecstasy any longer. I exploded into a new light, one million times brighter than the second heaven, thus the third heaven. Here my body was still human, but so much white light shining from it, it that I could not believe my eyes. I could see for millions of miles with perfect clarity. The sounds of the angels singing was so beautiful and thunderous and glorious above me. I felt as if their sound vibrations were filled with wisdom, so sophisticated that these sound vibrations were actually creating life and myriad possibilities in the universe. That angelic sounds were not just singing for the fun of it alone, but were creating with sounds. I sped through this third heaven and was taken into the fourth where the glory of God was so bright. I felt any being here was beyond even inconceivable glory. My body was so bright here that it had little remains of the human form. The glory was so bright and filled with these qualities. I told God, I can't take any more. You are far greater than I ever imagined God to be by inconceivable measure. Whole galaxies of energy could be created by this light. I asked God to not take me higher, but God did. At this point, because the glory was so bright and beyond my abilities, this amazing quality descending down from the even brighter light above me, I do not think there are any planets up there, but perhaps beings live inside of stars here. Grace of God, the most beautiful and poetic quality of God, came down like millions of leaves falling in harmony and fill and stilled and purified the ecstasy and glory to the point that I could not bear it. I could write a whole chapter on grace and not do it justice. Then I was taken to the fifth heaven. My body was now like a giant sun. I had no human form anymore. The glory here was unspeakable. What goes on here is truly unbelievable for human beings. I, stared there, I stayed there for some time and was taken into the sixth heaven, which is a million times brighter than the fifth. I will not speak about how, how bright God is there. The angels were singing so loud that no human ears could hear this music of the universe. My body was an even brighter sun merged into the central light of God. I was then taken into the seventh heaven, and what happens there is so far beyond my abilities. God brought me down. I only lasted ten seconds in the seventh heaven. Whole galaxies could be created with the light there with total ease. Any beings that can go there are millions of years more evolved than I am. To think that in each of these higher heavens, the light and glory of innocence, love, ecstasy, peace, power, beauty, grace, and wisdom multiplies a million times over the preceding heaven, makes it so difficult to pass through and live in. That's the end of the experience. You know, something that occurred to me just now, I, 
I'm a Star Trek fan, and I love Next Generation and so forth. And and it almost sounds like these different degrees or um, levels of heaven, as they're called in the experience, it's almost as if they multiply with each succeeding uh, level. And, uh, you know, in the uh, Star Trek show, the warp uh, factor of, you know, warp one and then warp two, warp three, I used to understand it to be, you know, that uh, warp one is the speed of light, warp two is twice the speed of light, warp three is three times the speed of light. But actually, if I uh, am not mistaken, I think the idea is that warp two is twice the speed of the last, and then the next one is twice the speed of that, or maybe cubed, I don't know. It's something where it's extending um, to uh, levels way beyond the previous one. And I bring that up because I think, I'm under the impression anyway, that that's kind of what is being experienced here. It gets to the point that the level between the first and the last are so, you know, you wouldn't say that it's seven million times the amount, even though they're saying it's a million times more, a million times more, a million times more. You know, you wouldn't say it's, you know, the, to the power of seven, you would say it's, you know, or whatever, it's, it's more than that each. I guess, I guess that is what they're saying, because a million times the previous would put it, you know, um, extensively more, to the point where in the last heaven it's, it's infinite, which, you know, in Star Trek Warp 10 is infinite speed, basically, um, which doesn't even make sense, but uh, anyway, um, there's this sense of, of just glory extending beyond you know and it's interesting that the uh the it describes seven heavens and that is a biblical uh reference uh, you know paul um going into the seventh heaven and so forth and and while i totally you know i i think he did and so forth and he saw that and so forth i almost feel like because you know, in some religions, it's heaven versus hell. In some, it's, you know, di different degrees of glory. Uh, in, in mine, particularly, we talk about three degrees of glory and and then other, you know, realms of darkness or whatever. And then, and then in this, it's talking about the seven heavens and so forth. I almost think that putting specific numbers on it may be a little bit misleading based on you know, these different things, I think it's, it's almost like they're brackets, you know, it's, a, you know, you think about a bracket system in terms of, of how much somebody makes in money, for example, you know, if you're making from this to this, you're in this bracket, if you're making this for this, it's this bracket, these are probably almost more like brackets that, that extend from the earth plane that we are on, all the way up into the infinite glory, and, and we're just setting brackets there, it's not like, you know, well, we'll just, it, that there's some cutoff between one and another. It, it almost seems like these are brackets and, and you know, a, a spirit traveling through obviously isn't going to experience every minute in between level because if there's all these different worlds, there's going to be different levels of beauty within each world, within each heaven, if you will. And, uh, and so, 
you know, while while the number system of seven or four or or two or whatever is probably accurate, it's it's almost more like a bracket system just to kind of give us a little bit of a you know something to visualize this and uh, and so I wonder if that might be what's going on here. I don't know. I, I'm just you know totally putting that out there but uh very interesting and this this person it's it's interesting because while they say things like you know that that this first clear light heaven in which i was in they said was filled with countless paradise planets and that's the only detail we get <laughs> which is both frustrating and probably kind of good because you know later on you're talking about whole galaxies of energy being created by this light i mean how much detail do you want you know because if you're looking at entire galaxies forming or worlds forming or whatever i mean you're talking about something that that would involve you know libraries of material that could be put into you know you could put a library of material of all the books describing um, all the detail if a mortal coming back could remember all that detail, which I'm sure they can't. I'm sure it, it just blows the mind to the point where it's like, I remember it being, wow, you know, and, and that's all they can take from it, you know, because the human mind is just, the mortal mind, I should say, is just, it has a cap on how much it can take in. And I think that's what's happening here is that they just keep hitting this cap of like, well, I can't explain it. It's like a million times more glorious than the last one, more beautiful and poetic and, and higher quality, you know. And uh, I mean, to the point where it gets so high saying, my body was now like a giant sun. I mean, the heck is that? <laughs> it's just, you know. It, just way beyond comprehension at this point. So I think this is a kind of a cool uh, illustration of that idea that, uh, that, I mean, heaven has so much. There's so much and so many levels and so many. I mean, what a great thing to look forward to. And just for fun, um, I'm going to share one more experience here. This is a near-death experience. I use that in the soft term, near-death experience, because this person did not get injured at all. They just had a scare. Um, they, uh, This uh, person was riding in a bus. Um, they were headed out, and um, the bus was starting again as they went around a curve. Um, they came face to face with a truck like it was like and suddenly they're just right there and they realize it's clear they're going to be in an accident and this is just one of the students on the bus that's experiencing this and and uh i i'm not clear on if it's a a girl or a boy i'm gonna say girl um yes it's a girl um, because her name is marie so yeah <laughs> and this is also on enderf.org under marie so she says, as we rounded out a curve in the road, a bus came face to face with a truck. Oh, the bus came face to face with a truck. We all thought that we were going to die. At that moment, I felt weird. 
I was still, I was still and unsmiling while looking straight ahead. I saw my life, my young life quickly flash before my eyes like a movie. I saw myself in primary school with other students during break and then in class. Then I saw myself in high school during break and then in class. Then I saw my communion. I saw the meal we ate with my family and godmother after my communion. Then I was a teenager in the patio of our house during the summer. In the evening, I saw my parents and half-brothers on my mother's side, my grandmother on my mother's side. They were happy under the sun umbrella during dinner. They, then I saw myself with the same people during the meals marking my birthdays. I was fine. At some point, I barely felt the truck hit the back of the bus. At that moment, I came back among the students. I could hear them talk as if their voices were a bit far away from me. I was still not moving, and my eyes were staring straight ahead. I heard, it's over, it's over, we're safe. My girlfriend, who was seated next to me, called out, Marie, Marie, are you okay? What is it? You look weird. Hey, do you hear me? Yes, I could hear her, and yes, I felt her hand on my shoulder, but I was still absorbed by what I had just gone through. Then I slowly turned my head toward her and asked her with a strained voice, We didn't die? She smiled and answered, No way, it's over, I answered. Oh, good. I thought we were dead because I saw my life flash before my eyes, as happens when you're near death. The other students laughed. Having gone back to normal, I got off the bus when the time came. My girlfriend told me, You know, you scared us before. You were white as a sheet, and you seemed to be elsewhere. Your eyes didn't move. And that's the end of the experience. Very simple, but kind of cool. I mean, how many people have a genuine life review without actually experiencing physical injury you know, like, I mean, this just scared her so bad that it's like it, it, it didn't even shock her spirit out of her body. It just shocked it into life review mode, which is interesting. I'd love to hear from anybody who's had something similar to that, who didn't have a full near-death experience, but had a funny little, you know, blip, if you will. It's almost like a taste of a near-death experience. So, um, if you would like to contact us to share your experience or, um, or have a question or just a comment, you can call 970-NDE-CAST. You can uh, email neardeathexperiencepodcast at gmail.com or you can comment on our website, which is neardeathexperiencepodcast.org. And thank you again, once, once again, all of you so much for listening.